Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on habits of a champion. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Coach Dana, who is the former director of strength and conditioning and performance for the New York Yankees. He led the team to a world championship back in 2009. That same year, he was awarded the Nolan Ryan Award given to the top strength and performance coach in Major League Baseball as voted by his peers. Coach Dana is also the author of his new book, Habits of a Champion. Nobody becomes a champion by accident. And today, Fire Nation, we'll be talking all about the athlete mentality, the habits of a champion, what makes a champion so much value. So don't go anywhere. We'll be diving in as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Fire Nation, would you like to listen to people who are beginners in entrepreneurship and see them get mentored into starting an actual business? We're talking a bunch of hot seats and you can listen from the comfort of your headphones. My buddy Dane just launched a podcast doing just that. If you want to listen, visit startfromzero.com slash fire. That's startfromzero.com slash fire. Fire Nation, are you ready to think like an expert? We are hosting our first ever challenge to help you feel confident, attract the best customers, and make serious bank. And the party starts on February 19th. Fire Nation, we're going to blow your mind. So make sure to claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge. That's eofire.com slash challenge. Dana, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Fire Nation, Coach Dana Cavalier here checking in with you guys. And uh, what most people don't know, they see me as an on-field coach, you know, one of those on-field tough guys. But, uh, you know, in college, I was an art minor and I've actually recently turned that passion for art, design and and creation into uh, becoming a children's book author. So that's a little something there that uh, you'll see more of coming into 2020, some 2020 vision. You know, I bet there's going to be some people listening that think they know a lot about you and they're going to be like, wow, that is one thing I did not know about Dana. So that is super cool. And Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro, there's a lot that Coach Dana's done over his life. One thing we're going to really be focusing on today is just the overall concept of what it takes to be a champion, the habits that it takes to be a champion. And of course, that is the name of his book, habits of a champion. Nobody becomes a champion by accident. So what inspired you to write that book, Dana? Well, you know, John, as a coach, you know, you're always reading, you're always listening, you're attending conferences. And the one thing I noticed was, you know, I had a chance to work next to players like Derek Jeter, A-Rod, Jorge Posada, some incredible players, even guys on your team like David Ortiz. And, um, I would watch and study what it is they say, how they go about their business, what they do. And I'd read all of these books about personal development and leadership, and I saw a disconnect between what I was reading and what I was seeing on a day-to-day basis. And and I, I said, you know what, I, I want to write a book that's much more practical when you read it, it's real, and you could put yourself in, in those shoes, and you don't feel so far away from where it is you should be or or where some other authors want you to go or feel you should go. And it's just a hands-on practical book, but it's also what I call a handbook. It's an on-field handbook that you could use to navigate 
both sport, leadership, and business as well. I love that. And I also like that you referred to my lovely Boston Red Sox. I was kind of uh, teasing Coach Dan a little bit in the pre-interview chat because, you know, I'm from New England. I'm from Maine, actually. So Boston Red Sox was my team growing up. But then I went to Providence College. So literally about 25% of my school were Yankee fans and like the other like 60% were Red Sox fans. And then there was like just random fans from all over the country. And so it was like this really cool <laughs> rivalry over the time that I was there. So I have a lot of friends who are Yankee fans for sure. And of course, a good rivalry is always healthy. And speaking of that, Dana, it does seem to me like there are a lot of athletes who can translate their on-the-field success, you know, of course, like a Derek Jeter, like an A-Rod, to business success. So how does an athlete mentality play a role in the world of business? Well, what I found in sports, and, and even with those guys that you mentioned, they have a very low tolerance for, uh, for BS, right? It's get to the point, you know, what is it that makes this thing work? What is it that makes this thing move? And they don't get caught up in all the, the extras. Um, it's just focus on the details, focus on the, the income producing activities that we need to produce, uh, focus on and, and that in turn will produce a result. So when you watch a player like Derek Jeter go about his business or even A-Rod, it was very methodical. It was very detailed but it wasn't excessive. So they knew exactly what they needed to do in order to make that machine, which was their body, work and perform at optimal levels. And, and I know that they're doing the same thing now in business. You know, I was just talking to A-Rod a couple nights ago and, and we were talking about his new show and, and talking about some of the details of what he sees in some of the people he's coaching now on his new show on CNBC. And it's helping them to get focused on those, those key uh, performance indicators and those key things that you need to focus on in order to to turn that machine on and make it work well for yourself. Okay, I'm going to want one more example. I'm going to give you a couple mm-hmm. seconds to kind of digest that because I want to go over a couple of things that you shared in Fire Nation. I really hope that you absorbed some of these key things. I mean, number one, that low tolerance for BS. I mean, you need to have a BS meter, Fire Nation, and you need to be able to sniff that out and just say, you know what, there's something wrong here. My gut, my intuition, whatever it might be, and have just don't have a tolerance for that. You can't have a tolerance for it. And you know what? Some people may call it impatience. Like I am called a very impatient person, and guess what? I am, but I don't have time for people wasting my time. That's just a reality of life. And I can tell you right now, if you're able to focus on what actually matters, you are a massive step ahead of the game. I mean, I can promise you that so many entrepreneurs who are struggling in this world are spending way too much time on the wrong things. They're spending way too much time on the BS. So before we move on, Coach Dana, give us one more thing that this athlete mentality really helps play a role in business success with. So I'm going to give you kind of a, a thing and a half. Sure. And it's, uh, you know, when I, I always speak of Derek Jeter when I, when I get ready to say what I'm about to say. But, you know, the one thing that Derek lived by was if somebody doesn't respect your time, they don't respect you. Mm. And I always said, well, okay, that's great. But if you don't respect your time, you may not respect yourself either and what it is that, that you're building and how you go about your day. But, you know, part two to that is, you know, when I would study these players, you know, I was brought up in the Northeast as well under the mentality of if you're not working, somebody else is. So you should always be working and uh, be the first one there, last one to leave. And I would study these players and I'd look at these, these Hall of Fame type players They were the last ones there and oftentimes the first ones to leave. And I'd say, what the heck's going on here? (laughs) And and I I would see it day in and day out. And even when we'd have players from other organizations 
that were of Hall of Fame caliber come over to our organization. It would be the same thing. And I said, okay, something's going on here. Let me watch what they're actually doing while they're here. And what I saw was a complete difference in how they went about their business versus everybody else. And it was, they got there and they just executed on their plan. And then as soon as the game was over, boom, shower and and get out of town and start enjoying their life. And I feel like today, so many people in sport and business, they're grinding and grinding and they're feeling the pain of business and they're not actually able to celebrate the fun of business. Like you're showing everybody that you can do. You could live in a, you know, I don't want to say a different country, but Puerto Rico and you could enjoy life and, and still run a successful campaign. And that's what these players do really well. So if they don't respect your time, they don't respect you and you can be the last one there and the first one to leave. It just depends what you do during that time that you show up to work. Fire Nation, you need to respect your time because if you don't, who the heck is going to? And I love, love, love that you brought that up, Koshan, about, hey, they weren't always the people that were showing up first and leaving last. They were the people that got there and they weren't what we used to call in the army, smoking and joking. Like they weren't, you know, sitting in the weight room, just like yapping with their friends about this and that or on their phone or doing this. But, you know, they were in the weight room, quote unquote, but what were they really doing in the weight room during all those hours? Right. Well, the winners were winning. They were executing their plan. And, you know, honestly, like not to toot my own horn, but I just think it is a really great example that I haven't shared in the show yet is when I was in corporate finance, like I left right from the army, I went to corporate finance and I would show up right when the bell rang and I had to be there in the morning. And then at 5 p.m. I walked out the door. Now, guess what? I had the top talk time, which was one thing that they were always um, tracking on in our business. And I also had the most number of calls for months and months and months on end. I was the number one ranked in both of those things. And there were people that got there an hour and a half before me. And there were people that left hours, hours after me. And they were always like, John, what the heck? You are out the door at five every single day on the nose. You're not even staying an extra minute. How are you doing this? I'm like, cause I'm getting to work and I'm working. Like I see you throwing the football to each other in the cubicles and like having that little uh, conversation by the water cooler, like that's not what I'm doing. I'm executing my plan. And, you know, I took that from being an army officer for eight years. And obviously people that Coach Dana's talking about, himself included, you know, have learned that from the sports field, et cetera. But it's execution of their plan. So let's go maybe over one more habit that you really saw amongst the best of the best that just the average players did not possess. Yeah, so another uh, line that I always use is never get too high and never get too low. And, you know, again, this elite group, this elite class, you know, you didn't know if we won or if we lost, you didn't know if they went Oh, for four or four for four with three home runs. Wow. You would have no idea. It was because again, it always went back to process. It always went back to plan. And it's not that they didn't celebrate, <clears throat> you know, victories, but, but it was business. And at the end of the day, the way, these players looked at it was we will celebrate with champagne and we will celebrate when we reach our our ultimate goal um everything else along the way of these these milestones and these steps that we must achieve in order to get to that great victory but along the way you'd see the amateur players and players that would go into slumps for for you know days on end weeks on end they would get so emotional and they would attach so much emotion to every acute result. And again, in business and in sport, how dangerous is that? How can that negatively affect your decision-making and clarity? I mean, put yourself back in the army. 
if you get that emotional, you're going to get yourself in some pretty big trouble as well as teammates. So that was something. Never get too high. Never get too low. Try to find that balanced line in the middle and that and live there. And and it's a good place to be. And it's a good training uh, for most people. And it's a great discipline to have. So I've been rocking entrepreneurs on fire for over seven years now. And believe me, Fire Nation, there have been highs and there have been lows. But a phrase that I love that's really relevant to what Coach Dane and myself are talking about is this too shall pass. So mm. when I am just crushing it and, you know, the sponsors are rolling in and, you know, the course sales are rolling in, the speaking gigs are rolling in. I say to myself, you know what, John, this too shall pass. So don't get too fired up about this serious moment in time because it's going to pass. Enjoy it. But like, you know, don't rise all the way up and get so high on this. And then the lowest of the lows can happen too. This too shall pass. So I always say that to myself. And that just kind of keeps me much more wavering in the middle. I should say like kind of hovering in the middle, not going too high, not going too low. And like another way of looking at that is, you know, those uh, players that are going into the gym three hours before everybody else and leaving three hours afterwards, hey, it's a long season. There's potential yep. burnout there, both mental and physical. So we're playing a long game, Fire Nation. I mean, I am 2,300 plus episodes in. This is a long game. That's why I'm winning. That's why Coach Dane is winning. That's why Jeter and A-Rod and Ortiz won because they're playing the long game. And Fire Nation, if you think Coach Dana's done dropping value bombs, you are incorrect because we got some amazing topics we're going to be covering as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Hey, Fire Nation, let's welcome my friend Dane to talk about his brand new podcast, Start From Zero. Thanks, John. And what is up, Fire Nation? So if you'd like to watch me mentor people and show them how to make lots of money starting from no idea or experience without compromising who they are by teaching the hidden fundamentals of what works, then you can head on over to our new podcast. Now, we have over 15 millionaire students and counting, so what we say works. And you can listen to this while cooking dinner, working out, or driving to your job. Think of this like a series of hot seats where people come on overwhelmed and leave with clear direction, but you can listen to these. So try a couple minutes of one episode just to see if you like it. One listener said they learned more in one day of binging the podcast than in the past five years. So if you'd like to listen, go to startfromzero.com forward slash fire. Again, that's startfromzero.com forward slash fire. Fire Nation, I've been there. The imposter syndrome strikes again. Who am I to do this? What if it doesn't work? What will people think of me if I fail? The imposter syndrome hits us all. And for me, well, I like to call it my $100,000 mistake. I mean, it's true, Fire Nation. I stalled on the launch of Entrepreneurs on Fire because I was scared. What if no one listens? Who am I to launch a daily interview podcast? A month into my mountain of excuses, my mentor actually said she was going to fire me if I didn't launch. So I launched in Fire Nation. If I would have launched when I was supposed to, I would have been one month ahead. And now that my business generates over $100,000 of net profit every single month, that's a $100,000 mistake. What I needed back then was to feel confident. I needed a mindset shift to be able to ditch my limiting beliefs and just go for it. As you know, luckily I did launch and the result of launching Entrepreneurs on Fire, freedom. If you're ready to feel confident, attract the best customers and make serious bank, join myself and Kate along with Jill and Josh Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5 for our five-day Think Like an Expert Challenge. The party starts February 19th, so claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge. That's eofire.com slash challenge. So Coach Dana, you spend 
quite a bit of time these days speaking with companies and coaching entrepreneurs. If you could just maybe break down the number one thing that you quote unquote arm them with so that they could actually improve their performers in business, what is that? The number one thing I arm them with is trust in themselves, you know, and not looking towards externals for inter- internal validation. That's a big thing. No matter, I, I work with uh, a gentleman that's building his fifth billion dollar company and, and I work with some people that are more in that startup mode. And again, you'll see the same sort of issues between the two, that there's an easy way for them to lose trust in themselves at times. Now for the amateur, it happens quite frequently. For the, the person at the top of their game, much less frequently, but, but it can still happen. You know, we can still take our eye off the ball, uh, you know, staying in our sports in our sports lane here. So again, just just arming them with trust in themselves is is a really important part of what I do. So you're actually spending time now like with companies, you're spending time with entrepreneurs, you're coaching them, you're speaking to them, you're looking at their business, you're kind of like uncovering their weaknesses and their strengths. Like what are just some consistent things that you're seeing with these companies and entrepreneurs and businesses that are succeeding that they're doing? And on the flip side, like what are companies that are really struggling? What are they missing out on? Last week, I spoke to a group of high-end surgeons and, you know, they were talking about their practice as an example. And what most of them that are running practices that are struggling are focusing on is what their people, what their employees are not doing, as opposed to focusing on building a team that is focused on what they want to do and what they and, and focused on winning. So oftentimes the, the leader of the company can put themselves in a very reactive space if they're so focused again on on externals, on, on what their people are not doing, and it almost turns into a victim fest where they blame their people for why their practice or why their business is not successful. What the companies that I work with from hedge funds, you know, to tech companies that are doing well, what they're focused on, they're focused on their people. They're putting their people in a position of strength. They're not making a leadoff hitter hit four and the four hitter lead off. And they got everybody working together in the right way. And, and they're helping their people to develop within their organization without the fear of their people leaving. So they're investing in their people and saying, hey, you may leave, but I'm investing in you anyway. Whereas on the other side, it's saying, well, they're going to leave anyway. So I'm not going to invest in them. I'm just going to sit here and complain about what they're not doing until they leave. And then we'll try to find somebody better. And, and these reoccurring themes and reoccurring cycles keep on happening, both positive and negative, depending on what your outlook is as a leader. Coach Shane, I mean, at the end of the day, let's be honest with ourselves. We are people. We're human beings. So let's talk about the true value that coaching has on somebody as a person, as well as that business pro. Yeah. So coaching, again, I I go back to the goal as a coach is to help you, uh, hold you accountable, help to keep you disciplined when you veer off a little bit or you have those, those doubts that exist. But I always look at coaching as I'm, I'm also a big cheerleader. You know, how many times as adults do we actually hear somebody give us some positive feedback or, hey, you're doing great motivation, you know, that's directed directly towards us. And that's what a personal relationship with a coach does. It helps you sort through what's coming at you from the left and the right. But it also gives you somebody that's actually in your corner to push you through and move you through your process. And when you don't have a process, a coach can help you create and define one that's specific and individualized to you and for you. Fire Nation, wise words from somebody who has worked with the best of the best 
in the sports world and is now doing so in the business world as well. And why did you write Habits of a Champion? Like, what was the core reason you said, you know what, this book has to be written? That day to day handbook where you have something that you could reference and say, you know what, I'm feeling this, I'm, I'm thinking this. Wait, I read that in the book. What, what's a way for me to navigate through that situation? And then oftentimes we read that and we say, okay, we could take that deep breath and know that turbulence is a part of the success process. Failure is a part of the success process. And I wanted to write a book where people know the rules of the game in which they play. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows every single day. People go to your website, they see, you know, the income and what's mm-hmm. going on, but they don't see what's happening behind the scenes so and how true. difficult it was to get to that place. But you understand the rules of your game and you keep focusing on where it is that you want to go in that directionality. I wanted to create a book and write a book that supports the vision and supports entrepreneurs and leaders and those, in, again, in business and sport and help them to get to the next place. Well, I want Fire Nation to read this book. So where's the best place they can go to get a copy? Amazon. Amazon.com. Nice and easy. And Fire Nation, you should know this as a content creator, as a content consumer. When you consume content that's good, like it really matters. Leave a rating, leave a review, let them know. I mean, it really matters when it comes to ranking and placement, all these different things. So make sure when you read this book, when you get great value from it, you let Coach Dana know in the form of that rating and review. It's absolutely key. And Coach Dana, we could talk about a lot of things in the wrap up of like what Fire Nation should really walk away with, but I'm pretty obsessed with really just focusing in on one key takeaway. So what's the one thing of all the things we chatted about if Fire Nation could walk away with? What is that thing? Well, that thing for me, I, and I, I hate to say it on this show, but I say, I said it at a, at a talk I did this weekend and it's, it's, you know, be an influencer, not just somebody that's influenced you know, and you, and you do that by really committing to your direction and committing to where it is that you want to go. Put those blinders on and run like hell to get there. I think it's great advice. I am always saying, listen, Fire Nation, you need to consume the right content. You really, really do because you have to learn from people who have been there and done that. But at some point, you need to start changing that balance and become a producer of content as well. I mean, there has to be that part of your game as you're going forward so you can impact and influence others. And as you know, Fire Nation, you're the average. Of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with DC and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type Dana, D-A-N-A, in the search bar. The show notes page will pop up with links to everything that we talked about today, of course, including his book, Habits of a Champion. And Dana, I just want to say thank you for sharing your time, your energy, your thoughts, your genius with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, JLD. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Dana and Fire Nation. I've created a treasure trove, a literal treasure trove of free courses for you. That's right, free. I teach you how to podcast, run a mastermind, create funnels that convert, and so much more. Just visit eofire.com slash resources and start your free courses today. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Fire Nation, would you like to listen to people who are beginners in entrepreneurship and see them get mentored into starting an actual business? We're talking a bunch of hot seats and you can listen from the comfort of your headphones. My buddy Dane just launched a podcast doing just that. If you want to listen, visit startfromzero.com slash fire. That's startfromzero.com slash fire. Fire Nation, are you ready to think like an expert? We are hosting our first ever challenge to help you feel confident, attract the best customers, and make serious bank. And the party starts on February 19th. Fire Nation, we're going to blow your mind. So make sure to claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge. That's eofire.com slash challenge.